Welcome to episode 130 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, thank you for joining me today. I want to talk to you today, continue this series on preaching this week. In the beginning of the week, we talked about putting out a preaching plan or a preaching calendar or schedule. And then on Tuesday, we talked about how to prepare ourselves, some considerations for the preacher as they begin to think about sharing the Word of God. And then on uh, episode 129, we had some considerations for those that we're preaching to. Now today, I want to talk to you about the Bible. The Bible, right? This sounds pretty basic, right? But we've been using now for about 25 years Uh, Most churches 25 years ago didn't do this, but a fair amount of them were, but a lot of them were not, projecting their notes and their scriptures and their slides up onto a screen. It is ubiquitous today. Uh, We have screens all over every church. We've got them throughout the lobby. We've got them in the auditorium, usually multiple screens. And we throw up scripture verses up on a screen and scripture passages. We throw up our our sermon notes and illustrations and and our graphics and all that. And our people come in and they've got their their uh, you know their phones and their tablets and they're looking at their U uh, uh, version notes and everything's on a screen. And I've been thinking about this lately, and I think we're making a mistake. I think we're missing it, and I believe that our people are paying the price. So let me give you my reasoning behind this, and and as I talk to you, you're going to start thinking about the reasons why I'm wrong. Because as I looked over my notes for this podcast episode, I started arguing with myself, okay? I know you're going to. So be open and teachable right now and just just listen to consider what I'm going to share with you. I sit on a licensing and ordination committee for our denomination. So everybody that gets ordained within our five-state district, they sit before me and a bunch of other people, and they have to answer theological questions. And one of the things that we've noticed in the last number of years is that people don't know their scripture references because they're used to searching on Google to find the passage. And so more and more, these young people are coming through, and even older people, and they can they can mostly say the passage but oftentimes they're, they don't have the reference. They don't know where it is in their Bible because they don't actually have a physical Bible that they use primarily. In fact, some of them said, I remember one of them said, yeah, I don't really have a physical Bible that I use. I have a few in my office, but I use my computer and my phone. And at the risk of sounding old, there are some reasons why I think a physical Bible is preferred and I am thinking that very soon, if not this Sunday, I'm going to encourage my people to begin to bring a physical Bible with them. So here's some thoughts. A real Bible, a physical Bible, is tangible, okay? There's something about putting it in your hand. It's tactile. You can, you can handle it. And that, that hand-brain connection does something. A physical Bible allows the reader to get to know the neighborhood. 
So they open the pages, and they're the same pages, and the same things are on the same pages. And it's like going down a street, and every time you go down, you kind of remember another house or another tree or a front door or a lawn ornament or whatever it is. And you, you kind of get to know your neighborhood. You've got mileposts and mile markers and, and boundary, uh, boundary markers and things that, oh, you know, there's the big tower or there's the big rock in front of that house or there's the, there's the purple house. And you... It kind of positions you in the neighborhood. Same with a physical Bible. When you flip the pages, you begin to get to know where the books of the Bible are, where certain verses are, words are in a certain page. A physical Bible is useful for notes and thoughts. So you can write stuff down, you can underline, and you can highlight. A physical Bible is personal. It's yours. You carry it with you. It follows you maybe to your bedroom or to your office or to your living room or to your kitchen. It can go with you on vacation. And it carries all of the same notes and the same marks and the same wrinkles and bent pages. A physical Bible is itself a mnemonic device. The word is mnemonic, M-N-E-M-O-N-I-C. It, it aids the memory. Uh, so, uh, an acrostic is a is a mnemonic device. It's it's hard to say because there's two consonants in the front of the word, but like the word homes, H O M E S, is a mnemonic device to remember the Great Lakes. Homes, H O M E S, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. A tactile Bible where you can ruffle the pages and you can you can see it and handle it and think about it as you're reading it. it, it helps you to remember, oh, I know that the verse is on the right-hand side of the page. I know that the verse is halfway up this column over here, and I've got it highlighted. Oh, I think it's the second chapter because I was there and I know what it looks like. Helps you to remember. It's visual. It's tactile. It's locational. This is something where, again, you can go to certain parts of the page, and, and you can you can remember things. It's specific because it's a translation. Every time you open it up, you don't have to check and see what translation do I have uh, in my settings. No, it's the same translation. Your physical Bible is always going to be the one translation, and it's always going to say the same thing. It's very specific. It, it can be broken in and made comfortable, just like a, a, a shirt or pants or, or shoes. It's God's Word in the hands of your people. It's not a phone or a tablet or a computer in their hands. And it really shouldn't share. The Word of God really shouldn't share the stage with, oh, I don't know, like the entire internet, right? It, you, they open up, you open up your phone, and there's so much stuff, so much stuff. And then you got to find your Bible app. And then while you're reading your Bible, there's all these other things that are right there. But when you pick up your Bible, your physical Bible, and you're reading it, it's so much more personal, it's direct, it's intimate. And people learn better with a physical book. We've realized that now with all of the digital books and the Amazon Kindles. I mean, it's been uh, almost 15 years now since we've been doing uh, books on a screen uh, to any great degree. And we have learned that a physical tactile book is better at memorization and comprehension than just reading through. Now, 
screens are really good if you don't want to carry a lot of books and you're reading novels and you're just reading things for, for fun, light stuff, fluffy stuff, maybe informational stuff. But when, we, but when we're talking about the Word of God and we're trying to drive it into our heart and soul, that's different. That's different. And so we've kind of gone on the pendulum swing with all the technology, and now we're swinging back to the middle, and we have to ask ourselves, if we're supposed to teach people the Word of God and present everyone mature, fully mature in Christ, if we're supposed to teach them to obey everything that he has commanded so that uh, we can be thoroughly equipped for every good work, we want the best version of the Word of God that's going to help us as humans to learn to the greatest extent. And honestly, I think it's a physical Bible. A screen now, a screen gets everyone on the same page. It engages people's eyes and ears and brain. They can hear you reading it and see it on the screen and think about it. That's helpful. It guarantees that no one misses seeing the passage because not everybody walks in with a Bible and not everybody walks in with a Bible app on their phone. It does allow for versatility and improvisation. You know, you can, as the teacher or preacher, you can highlight, you could bold, you can underline, you can mark up the text on the screen and draw attention to what you want to draw attention to. It does assist with capturing attention. And it's also people have to look up. They look up. It's something that's bright. It's cultural. We look at screens. So there are helpful things about screens. But why can't we have the screens and a physical Bible in our hands too? And notes, do you provide like a little notes page, maybe in your newsletter or bulletin or as a handout as people come in the door? Because that allows people to engage the message by, by writing and reading. That can be taken home and, and stored away for easy retrieval. Uh, you can use it in your a Bible study if your Bible study keys off of the weekend message. It also aids in memory and retention, having notes, because you know, you're, you're duplicating, you're, you're multiplying what people are seeing. And then notes are good for those not wanting to write in their physical Bibles. They can write on their notes page and they can stick it in their Bible. I just think that, especially for young people, they need to get to be intimate with the Scriptures. They need to have a thorough understanding of the Scriptures. They need to be able to flip through the pages and see Nehemiah chapter 1 and flip over two pages and see chapter 4. And They need to be able to see and handle the Word of God because it's just a different book than any other book on the planet. So, just some considerations. Uh, you're going to think of a lot of reasons why what I said doesn't trump what you think. And you know what? You may be right. You may be right. But I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this and encourage my people to bring a physical Bible with them. Now, there, a lot of them aren't going to want to. Who wants to carry a big book into church when you can just have it on your phone? Then, hey, at least have the same Bible at home that you open up almost every day and you read from. I mean, that's the most important thing, right? As pastors, we want our people to know God's Word. Some thoughts for you, Pastor, as you prepare your message and how you're going to preach, how you're going to deliver the Word of God to your people, and how you're going to encourage them to interact with God's Word. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.